Welcome back to Orion Talents from the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. With hundreds of millions of users worldwide, LinkedIn is one of the most powerful social media tools when it comes to building your professional brand. As a military job seeker, you might be new to the social network, or maybe you aren't utilizing it to its fullest potential. LinkedIn helps recruiters get to know you better beyond the resume, so it's important to make sure that your online presence is a good reflection of your background and where you want to go. In this episode, I'll talk with Nora Lyles, a recruiter at Orion, about some of the basics of LinkedIn. We'll discuss tips for getting noticed, what to avoid, the importance of a professional photo, and much more. If you're listening to this show on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. We'd love to get your feedback, so make sure you give us a rating as well. If you have any questions about this podcast or ideas for a future show, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Nora, thanks for coming back to the podcast to share some of your job seeker expertise with us. Hey, Megan, it's good to be here today. So you actually came to me with the idea to talk about LinkedIn, which I think is a great topic. Um, You know, LinkedIn is a huge, huge network for professionals, and there's more than 225 million members currently. So I think at this point, it's kind of assumed that anyone that's in business has a LinkedIn profile. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about why LinkedIn is so important. So why is it such an important tool for job seekers? So today, as you know, we rely heavily on technology, especially as recruiters. Um, being technologically inclined is going to make us more effective and efficient at what we do. Now, what I love about LinkedIn in particular, it's a very interactive platform. So yes, we can go and find resumes of uh, candidates or job seekers on all different kinds of resume websites. But what I love about LinkedIn is that I can engage with a candidate, we can have a conversation in a timely manner, and I can look beyond the resume. I can look at their interests, their connections, um, and their experiences, um, and how they line up with what our company or what our organization has to offer. So for me, that um, the interactive nature of LinkedIn is what makes LinkedIn is one of the most valuable resources for us as recruiters. Mm-hmm. And I like that you mentioned beyond the resume because I think that a lot of people use LinkedIn as, you know, pretty much only a resume. Uh, but I think we'll talk a little bit about in this podcast what some of the differences are. So while you might have, you know, all of your accomplishments and job responsibilities listed as you would with the resume, um, you know, like you mentioned, you can still see groups and even things that people are endorsed for. So um, recommendations, things like that. So it kind of Um, gives you a little bit more insight than just a resume would. Absolutely. So is there anything that a candidate should add to their profile to let HR managers and recruiters know that they're eligible or seeking a position? Certainly. So we understand that not everybody on LinkedIn is uh, looking for employment. However, LinkedIn has a really nice feature. If you're not aware of it, it's a really important tool to let recruiters know that you are actively looking for employment. Um, and if you go to the settings uh, section of your profile, you can activate a button that pretty much lets recruiters know that you are open to opportunities. So if you are actively seeking employment opportunities, I highly encourage you to activate that option. So, Number um, two. just a quick question about that one, Nora. Do you know if 
if you are a job seeker, but say you currently have a job. So if you go into your settings and activate that button, is it something that um, can be seen by the public or is it something that's only seen by recruiters? So according to LinkedIn, they take specific measures to uh, only allow recruiters from outside your organization to know that you are actively looking for employment. So if you are currently employed by um, in the private sector or as a civilian, and if you're concerned about whether your employer will know that you're actively looking for employment, you may want to watch out for this button. But mm -hmm. um, speaking for active duty um, members, if you are looking to transition for uh, to the private sector, looking for civilian employment actively, definitely go ahead and activate that button because when recruiters run a search and you come up in that list of qualified candidates, if it's clearly indicated through that button that you are open to opportunities, you're going to be higher on that list, which means okay. if, if there are 100 candidates out there who qualify for the same job that you qualify for, but you're one of the only 10 candidates that indicated that you're actively um, engaged or you're open to opportunities, then obviously you're going to be higher on that list. Okay, so yeah, I think that's a big one then, to so make sure that you go into your settings and look for that feature. Absolutely. The second tip that I would like to share as well, and I think it's applicable to um, veterans who are transitioning from uh, active duty service, is to state your availability date for employment. So I know that some candidates may start preparing about a year or two ahead uh, for their transition that is great, but you know most companies are not going to offer you a position if you're that far out. However, it's a, it's a great um, way to uh, tell organizations that, hey, I'm open to networking. Now, if you're open to start employment sooner, definitely put that date on there. So if you're looking to start employment within the next three to six months, then that's peak time for interviewing. So companies are likely to uh, do the same thing that I mentioned before to prioritize you over at other candidates, over other job seekers, because now you're available for employment sooner. So indicating that you are available to start employment is really critical uh, in terms of um, engaging with recruiters, because the sooner you can start employment, the more likely recruiters will see you as a viable candidate for a particular position that they are recruiting for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's great advice, Nora. So, um, you know, just in terms of the profile, we're talking about, you know, beyond the resume. So how can we make this stand out more than if you were to just send your resume to a hiring manager or recruiter? What would you say is one of the most important parts of the profile when you're trying to look for a job on LinkedIn? So first thing first, I use your LinkedIn profile as um, a, a way to determine whether you qualify for a particular position. So you want your profile to pretty much mimic your resume, if you will, to show your experiences, to highlight your skill set. And also, if you have any interest in particular types of roles, whether it's sales as an example, you know, we recruit for a lot of business-to-business -business sales opportunities or, you know, medical device sales. So if you have particular interest in specific fields, definitely highlight that 
either in your profile summary or in your um, headline. This way, recruiters will understand what your preferences are. Now, additionally, um, highlighting your education, whether it's your civilian education, graduate degree, undergraduate degree, or any kind of relevant training that you acquired through the military, uh, whether it's engineering-related training or leadership courses, or now a lot of companies appreciate uh, civilian certifications such as the Six Sigma uh, Process Improvement Certifications or the PMP, listing all these uh, certifications or, or training that you have acquired over the years clearly on your LinkedIn profile it will also be a great way to show recruiters what you bring to the table. Yeah, and Other I think you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. Other things that we typically look for as recruiters is your uh, geographic preferences. So a lot of the times um, um, you might be currently stationed somewhere, such as Fort Drum, New York, as an example, but that doesn't mean you're looking to stay there. So um, if you can indicate the geographic areas that you would like to relocate to uh, post the military, that is also a nice thing to do. This way recruiters will know which positions uh, they can talk to you about. Or um, also we use um, geographic preferences as well as recruiters uh, when we run searches via LinkedIn. So if you know you you live in Fort Drum right now, but you're looking to transition to Charlotte, North Carolina, as an example, if we're looking for candidates who are interested in Charlotte or currently located in Charlotte, you're going to be one of those candidates who appear on these uh, job search results. Mm -hmm. That's good advice. I really like the um, I really like the things that you've thought about, you know, making sure that you are clear about your separation date as well as the cities that you're, you know, willing to look for to relocate. Because I think that those are something that maybe candidates wouldn't even think to do. It's not really something that I would have thought to do before you mentioned that, but it really makes sure that you're opening yourself up to as many opportunities as you possibly can have. Absolutely. And this way you are um, saving the recruiter's time and your time as well. Because nobody wants to be uh, emailed and called and about positions that don't make sense. So if you have clear mm -hmm. preferences, go ahead and communicate that with recruiters. This way, your job search will be less frustrating. Now you'll be able to hear about opportunities that are in line with your preferences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned that um, the LinkedIn profile, at least where you list your experience, should really mimic your resume. And so I think that's probably a good thing to keep in mind. Just it's, it might be a no-brainer, but just make sure that it's consistent, your LinkedIn profile with your resume, so that if you are applying for a job, um, if you're contacted on LinkedIn by a recruiter and then send your resume and it looks different or, um, you know, it kind of indicates a different work history, you want to make sure that that's consistent. Absolutely. And one thing to add to this is to keep your profile LinkedIn current. So a lot of the times, candidates may start a LinkedIn profile um, you know, years ago, and um, now that they're active on the job market, but they fail to update their LinkedIn profile to reflect the uh, progression they made in terms of their professional experience. So it is definitely critical to keep your skills and your experience current on your LinkedIn profile as well. Yes, definitely. 
Now, do you have a top five tips for someone who's creating a LinkedIn profile to help them get noticed? So one of the main things is definitely um, having an engaging headline. You know, what matters to you? What are you looking for? What are you passionate about? Definitely use the headline to grab or capture the attention of recruiters. Uh, for me, that's one of the first things that I look at. Number two, having a professional profile photo. A lot of the times we see um, random profile photos. I've seen a lot. I've been on LinkedIn for a while and it's amazing what you see on there. It's important to remember that you're using LinkedIn for professional purposes. So you definitely want to reflect a professional image through your LinkedIn profile. I would encourage you to avoid group pictures on, on LinkedIn, uh, on your LinkedIn profile. Um, so definitely uh, use that tool to your advantage. I mean, this is not Facebook. Uh, let's, let's leave it at that. And we touched up on this before as well, indicating whether you're actively seeking employment. Um, that is definitely critical if you are an active job seeker, if you're transitioning from the military. Again, you can get that through two different ways, either by activating the um, Open to Opportunities button through your profile, through the settings, or again, indicating through your um, headline or your summary for your experience that you are transitioning from active duty and indicating the timeline associated with that. And definitely making sure that your experience is well written. Um, and of course, spell check. You know, sometimes we, we see a lot of uh, simple words that are misspelled. So definitely try to try to spell check because that will definitely reflect um, up on your, your professional image. And sometimes also uh, what would be helpful is to provide your contact information if you are comfortable. So if, um, if you are in a pinch and if you are really actively looking for employment and it's down to the wire, you need to land a job within the next month or two, having your contact information readily available on your LinkedIn profile is a great way to invite recruiters to connect with you. Got it. Yeah. And I think that's good. And, you know, one thing I would say just that I don't think we've necessarily covered yet is I think for someone who, you know, served on active duty, they were in the military, I think one thing that would be good for your LinkedIn profile is to make sure that you're emphasizing your transferable skills. So, um, you know, keeping in mind that most of the people that look at your LinkedIn profile probably do not have that military background. So you want to make sure that you are, I guess, communicating what your responsibilities were in a clear manner so that they can kind of get a good sense of what you did and they're not going to be confused if they don't have that military background. I 100% agree with you, Megan. That's definitely great advice. So what are some of the things that job seekers should avoid, including on their LinkedIn profile? So one of the main things that you just mentioned is making sure that your resume is relevant and your skills are transferable and, um, you know, you want civilian recruiters to be able to understand what you've done. So I encourage veterans to stay away from using military jargon. You know, a lot of the times um, you look at a LinkedIn profile and um, you see um, terms such as BD commander. Yes, we do know that stands for brigade commander, but a civilian person may not fully understand what it means to be a brigade commander. Uh, so for me, try to find 
an easy or a simple way to translate what it is to be a brigade commander. How many people are you managing? The size of the unit. What is what are the day-to-day -day responsibilities that uh, you deal with as a brigade commander or as a company commander, for that matter? So definitely find a nice way to translate your skills to uh, the equivalent roles in, in the private sector or civilian roles, and definitely to stay away from military jargon. And then number two, um, again, I put a lot of emphasis on the, the profile photo. Again, you know, this is not Facebook. So you really, especially, I mean, try to stay away from, from pictures of you in the uniform. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that, and I know veterans uh, take a lot of pride in the uniform, but if you are trying to transition to the civilian sector, show the companies that you are ready to leave the uniform behind, to step in into your suit, and to um, to transition to the civilian world. So you can take that step or show that you're ready by having a, a professional profile picture right there. And then um, also, stay away from highlighting whether you are um, actively engaged in a relationship, have a family, married, have kids. You know, again, LinkedIn is a way for you to market yourself as a professional. It's not about your personal life. And as a recruiter, and I've seen it, people may have biases about, you know, whether you're married or not. So just leave your personal life outside of LinkedIn and try to focus on your professional experience. And um, lastly, you don't know where you fit in in the private sector. 99% of the candidates that I speak with, the veterans who are transitioning from active duty um, many times don't know how their skills transfer to the civilian world or which roles actually um, would make a, a good match for their career post the military. Therefore, try to try to explore as many options as possible. So if you were simply told that you should pursue a specific career field like HR or maybe only project management because somebody else made a transition to the same role from the private sector, that doesn't mean this is the only role that you can transition to. There are a lot of roles that you can fit in in the private sector or in the civilian world when you leave the military. The beauty of the military is your ability to adapt and switch roles and wear many hats throughout your career. Therefore, you acquire so many skills that allow you to transfer your, your experience to a variety of roles as a civilian. So therefore, don't make your resume or your profile on LinkedIn very, very specific to one particular field. So don't only label your resume as an HR person, unless that's truly what you want to do. Exactly. I think that's really good advice. You know, one thing that you mentioned that I, you know, we talk about pictures and the importance of a photo on LinkedIn, and um, it seems like a no-brainer that you wouldn't want a picture of you, maybe one that you would put on Facebook, you with a family member, not that we don't see those on LinkedIn. I mean, I know I see them all the time, but I think it's interesting that you mentioned um, the military photo because I think that's something that people maybe wouldn't think about. They would say, oh, this seems like a professional photo, and they would use that, but I do think that 
showing that you're in the mindset of transitioning into the civilian world, even by the photo that you're choosing to represent yourself, that's really important. Absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times companies, especially if they're new to hiring veterans, one of the biggest obstacles that they see is that they assume that you lead by authority. Coming from the military, if you're a military leader, that you are used to using your rank or your authority to lead people. But that's not going to happen in, in the civilian world. You're going to have different status and different responsibilities. So therefore, you know, showing that, again, you're leaving that rank and the uniform behind suggests that you're ready to fully transition to the civilian world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great advice. So beyond making sure that your profile is updated, what is? do you have any other advice for candidates that are seeking a job on LinkedIn? I know when I was kind of looking into some preparation for this, I saw a lot about um, like joining groups and making sure that you're networking that way. So what are some of the tips that you have beyond the profile update? Absolutely. I would say I agree with you 100% on the importance of joining groups. So um, right now, almost every single organization has their own group. So if you are interested in working for a particular company or a particular industry, there is likely a group for that organization or that industry on LinkedIn. Go ahead and join that group. That will allow you to network with individuals who share common uh, interests and common values with you. And you'll never know that might allow you to um, engage with, with decision makers or hiring managers that can help you during your transition. Furthermore, um, there are a lot of uh, resources right now for veterans and a lot of programs to help veterans transition successfully to the civilian world. So um, there are a lot of uh, groups right now that are managed by, by veterans where they can provide you with advice and whatnot. So try to find these veteran groups as well um, to receive advice and engage with uh, people who have gone through the same transition process or might be going through the same process uh, with you. And also, um, Orion, we have great groups as well, such as the Orion Alumni Group, where you can receive advice and receive information about current opportunities that we're recruiting for and interview techniques and, um, and also connect with um, veterans that Orion helped um, with their transition previously. So definitely stay engaged and, um, and um, you know, find, find groups that are in line with your career preferences. That would be a great use of your time. And also, I would encourage you to stay away from politics. I know right now, um, you know, people may utilize LinkedIn as a way to uh, start a dialogue or start a conversation about about topics that are important to them. But if you're if you're an active job seeker, stay away from politics. Again, you don't know who your audience are. You know, you're 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 speaking with the general population. So you don't want your future hiring manager to necessarily um, be with a disagreement with you, um, potentially, about your political views. So if you're an active job seeker, keep politics out of the picture, at least until you land a job successfully. Mm -hmm. And uh, lastly, again, remember, this is not Facebook. 
So try to keep your LinkedIn profile very professional. Try to maintain a professional presence at all times. Be respectful, respectful of people. Be respectful of their opinions. And um, if a recruiter reaches out to you on LinkedIn, don't say no. I mean, recruiters are here because they have an opportunity to discuss with you. So if, if a recruiter reaches out to you, don't decline the invitation. Just take a minute and listen to what they have to say because that's probably an opportunity that, that will bring you closer to your future career. Mm -hmm. So I think kind of one of the key takeaways is just to make sure that you're keeping it professional, whether it's your profile photo or the types of conversations that you're engaging in on LinkedIn, and then, you know, just not kind of bringing in things from your personal life, because at the end of the day, it's a social network. However, it is a professional social network. Absolutely. Very good, Nora. I appreciate it, and I hope that this was helpful for anyone who is interested in conducting a job search on LinkedIn or just making sure that they're putting the right face forward um, so that they're able to be connected with a recruiter when it's time for their military transition. So I appreciate all of the insight. Well, thank you so much, Megan. Thank you for taking the time, and uh, look forward to talking to you again. Yes, thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond, so make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.